Hi friends, this is Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver, and I'm your host, Sandra Peoples. To us, self-care isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. We need to take better care of ourselves so we're able to care for those God has entrusted to us. You're listening to episode 48. As we get closer to the end of 2020, I like to reflect on what worked and didn't work for me this year. Obviously, in a year this uh, unique, there's lots that didn't work for me, but most of that was outside of my control. Today, I'm focusing on what did work for me and my family in such a chaotic year. I've come up with 10 things to share with you. I'm excited to go through the list and hear what worked for you in 2020 when we talk about that this week in our Abiding Caregiver Facebook group. Make sure you're a member so you can join me and join the conversation. Search Facebook for the group or find the link in the show notes for this episode at sandrapeoples.com slash the podcast. Okay, we're going to jump right in today. Number one is a clothes steamer. Have y'all been keeping this a secret from me? I feel like I'm the last person to know about how helpful having a steamer is. It is so much easier to steam your clothes than to iron them. I got a steamer from Amazon when it was on sale, I think, but I didn't use it for a while. Uh, I don't iron super often, but my husband Lee irons almost every Sunday. He's a pastor, so he's on stage, but I don't fold our clothes very quickly when they come out of the dryer, so they get pretty wrinkled. Uh, It is a pain to get out the iron and the ironing board every Sunday, though, And especially because I'm afraid that my son James is going to bump into it or touch the iron accidentally. Uh, So once I tried the steamer and realized how easy it is to use, I was able to convince Lee how easy it is to use. And so now our clothes are much less wrinkled and it's much faster than when we used to get out the iron and the ironing board. Uh, We haven't gotten it out in months. In fact, I think I'm, I'm about ready to move it from the laundry room into the garage so I don't even have to keep bumping into it in there and accidentally knocking it over all the time. So... Number one is a clothes steamer. Number two uh, is my new yellow bedside table. I mentioned in episode 40 about how to get more sleep that we got a new bed this year. We saved up our money, but the bed came in under what we had budgeted, so I added a yellow bedside table to our Amazon order. I actually made the decision after thinking about my favorite spaces ever and how to make our home look more like my favorite spaces since we would be spending so much time at home this year. At the top of the list of my favorite spaces is my grandma's house when I was growing up. Each Sunday, we had lunch at her house after church, and I can picture it now uh, in her kitchen. She had yellow metal cabinets all the way around the kitchen, and around the table where we ate, she had shelves for her teapot collection. In her living room, there were big windows and sliding glass doors that let light in all the time. That light was important because she had like 10 or 15 houseplants in her living room. So what inspiration did I take from those memories? The yellow metal side table that I see before I fall asleep and when I wake up each day now, the five new houseplants that I added to my collection this year, and the teapots that I had in a box in storage that are now on display. No matter what the design trends are, this year has taught us to do what brings us joy in our spaces. So it was especially fun to add the joy of the yellow bedside table to my space this year. 
Number three was our little staycation. Uh, so many travel plans got canceled this year. We didn't have a big family trip planned. Uh, we took a couple of big ones last year to the Grand Canyon, Joshua Tree National Park, and to the beach in Florida with my with my whole side of the family to celebrate my parents' anniversary. So this year we didn't have anything big planned, but we did get pretty tired of our four walls, especially because we live in a parsonage on our church's property. So our views are of the church parking lot. And and I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> Usually the church parking lot is a great neighbor. And Lee's commute is also pretty easy. But we jumped at the chance to rent a friend's beach house for a few days so we could get away. And it was pretty perfect. It was a short drive. So the boys stayed with my parents for the first couple of days we were there. Then my parents brought them down and we spent two days with them at the beach house. We didn't go into town much since we wanted to keep social distancing, but we kept busy fishing, swimming at the pool, and of course on the beach. It was such a nice break. Number four is Weight Watchers. Okay, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't really want to tell you about this one. I am very body positive and I want you to be very positive too. I don't accept the standards that women's bodies are often held to, and I try to celebrate all of our shapes. But not feeling good about my shape was taking up way too much space in my head. It was causing me to be super hard on myself. So it was either make a change or keep getting mad at myself for being too hard on myself and really heaping on that shame. So I signed up for Weight Watchers, which is now called WW. My friend Dawn had lots of success on it, and she feels so much better. And so she was a good encouragement to me to make the decision to try it. My goal was to lose 20 pounds, and I lost 15 before kind of leveling off. Um, I'm deciding now if losing 15 is good or if I want to get strict about it again. This may not be on your radar at all, and if not, I am so glad. But if it is... Weight Watchers has been the easiest and most effective way for me to lose weight. I just can't limit myself as much as necessary on keto or intermittent fasting. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to learn more, but please don't hear my story of weight loss as a judgment on you or your body. I did it to quiet the constant voice of criticism in my own head. Number five. Uh, if you've heard me talk about menu planning, you know that we have burgers every Saturday. You can listen to episode 11 if you want to hear more about my themes for each day. And I never get tired of burgers, but since I was paying more attention to what I was eating, we needed to switch it up from beef occasionally. So number five on my list of favorite things this year is turkey burgers. My most favorite recipe turned out to be one that I modified for Greek-inspired turkey burgers, and it has pesto, red onions, and feta cheese in the turkey. Uh, I'm planning a whole episode soon on burger recipes, and I'll share that recipe with you then. I seriously could eat them multiple times a week, especially with sweet potato fries on the side. All right, number six on my list is benevolent detachment. I did a whole episode on this because it was so helpful to me this year. You can go back to episode 42 to check it out. It's a concept I read about in John Eldridge's book called Get Your Life Back. Let me quote from him on what benevolent detachment is. Over time, I've found no better practice to help clear out my cluttered soul than the practice of benevolent detachment. 
the ability to let it go, not so much physically, but emotionally, soulfully. We are aiming for release, turning over into the hand of God whatever is burdening us and leaving it there. It's so easy to get caught up in the drama in unhealthy ways, but then we are unable to see clearly, set boundaries, respond freely. For me, this practice of benevolent detachment has been really freeing. I am choosing not to care about some things, but I'm choosing that from a place of love and a place of trust in God. I relied on this practice quite a bit around election time, and I think it really helped uh, reduce my stress and anxiety. Number seven is uh, the Go Clean Co account on Instagram. That's the, it's Go Clean Co, like C-O, which is short for company. They're a cleaning company in Canada. Um, and their Instagram account blew up <laughs> through our quarantine time. Like they have 1.4 million followers now. And I am one of those 1.4 million who has learned so much. So after years of using unscented and and everything free detergent. I have gone back to powdered Tide. That's what they recommend. And our clothes are so much cleaner. I also use their bleach water Tide formula for cleaning lots of different things around the house. Um, that and some of their other tips have made a huge difference. Like even over the weekend, I got our old tub looking like new again because I used Barkeeper's Friend, which is a cleaning product that they use really often. With the extra time at home, I've had more time to focus on cleaning and organizing projects that usually get put off, but I'm finding lots of motivation and inspiration from Go Clean Co. on Instagram. Number eight, number eight is extra time with David. This has certainly been a blessing in 2020. We talk a lot about how hard it is to balance our time as caregivers. It always seems like someone is getting told not right now. And man, I felt like I was saying that a lot when the boys were first both out of school and home with nowhere to go. We needed a plan so I could spend more one-on-one -on -one time with David. He and I decided to start watching a show together each night. He would even set an alarm on his watch for 8 o'clock and he would turn off his Xbox and we would sit on the bed with the iPad between us and watch our show. Uh, I'm so thankful for that time during our busy days. Now that James is back in school and David is homeschooling, he and I get lots of time together during the day. We usually watch a Friends rerun together as a break from our work. He turned 15 last month and time seems to be moving even quicker as he grows older. So I will always be thankful for this bonus time that we got to spend together in 2020. Uh, number nine is podcast and audiobooks. So caring for James, who is our 13-year-old with level three autism, takes a lot of attention and movement. He doesn't it doesn't take a lot of words or listening. So even though this year I didn't have nearly as much time in front of my computer as I usually do, I did have time when I was watching him jump in the pool or refill his snacks. I filled that time with podcasts and audiobooks. Now you've heard me talk before about my favorite podcasts like the Loma podcast from Kim and the Rising Above podcast with Becky, but there's a new one that I want to make sure that you know about. Uh, it just came out last week. It's called The Atypical Life with Matt Mooney. You may know Matt and his wife Jenny from 99 Balloons. 99 Balloons is a respite 
provider whose materials we use for respite nights at our church. The first episode of The Atypical Life released last week on We Are Not Our Bodies. It's a really important conversation that they started about how the church views disabilities and healing. Um, Matt brings in friends with disabilities and he hears from them and they have experiences of how the church reacted to them. And it's really just an invitation to think deeper about this and to evaluate where we are when we talk about disabilities and think about people with disabilities. So I'm excited about all the episodes Matt has planned. Um, And so go find The Atypical Life in your podcast app and subscribe like I have. As for audiobook recommendations, I like nonfiction books on topics that I usually listen to podcasts about, so like marketing and time management. Right now I'm listening to Seth Godin's new book, The Practice. No one gets me out of a work slump like Seth Godin, and boy, I do I really need his pep talks right now as we move into a new year. Okay, number 10, this is the last one on our list, is our back porch. I am so glad that this is happening in time to make the 2020 list. When everyone is home at the same time, there's usually nowhere for me to sit and get a break from the sensory input. Um, Side note, I did learn a lot this year about my own sensory sensitivities with all the extra noise around here because I went from a stay-at-home mom who's a writer with nobody at home to having everybody home all the time. We had a little slab for a back porch, but there wasn't any shade, so that's not really a good option for Houston in the summer uh, or (laughs) in the spring or the fall, for that matter. I mentioned earlier that we live in a parsonage owned by the church, but we do pay rent into a fund for maintenance on the house. And so we figured out there was enough in the fund for an upgraded porch and even an outdoor kitchen for Lee. So it's all still being built, but once they got the concrete poured, I bought some new outdoor furniture so I could sit out there more often. Last week, it got a, the porch got a cover on it, and so now we have shade. (laughs) And over the weekend, we set up an outdoor screen that we've had since our church planting days, and we watched a movie while roasting marshmallows over the fire pit. Um, James spends most of his time outside on his swing, so now we can all join him there and enjoy it especially since here in Houston, this is the best time of year to be outside. So if you follow me on Instagram at Sandra Peoples, I'll show you some pictures of that uh, this week and as we continue to make progress on it. So that's the 10 things that worked for me in 2020. I'm thankful for this opportunity to think back and find bright spots in this year. So join with me in a prayer of thanksgiving for God's good gifts to all of us this year. God, Psalm 100 says to enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We take time to do that now as we reflect on 2020. You have shown your faithfulness to us and to our families. Even as we faced hard days that felt overwhelming at times, you were good to us. I thank you for each thing on my list today, for discoveries that made life easier, for memories made, and for new things learned. As we all inch closer to the end of the year, keep us ever mindful of you and your gifts in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for joining me today, friends. This episode included lots of links 
So be sure to check out the show notes at sandrapeoples.com slash the podcast so you can check out everything I mentioned. I'm praying for you this week as you fulfill your calling as an abiding caregiver.